Hi friends, it's me Jennifer Jade and you're listening to The Soul Adventurer, your number one spiritual growth podcast to bring you even further into your greatness. I believe every soul in human form is on a soul adventure, but only some will make the most of it. This podcast is for anyone that desires to awaken, align, and inspire others through journeying to become their best self. If that's you, welcome. You're in the right place, and this is where you belong. Are you ready for today's soul adventure? Then let's begin. Hey friends, it's me, Jennifer Jade. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Adventurer podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love creating these episodes for you and I hope that you love receiving them. As a matter of fact, if you do, please let me know by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the absolute world to me and that would signify to me that I should continue creating these episodes for you and that you're truly enjoying them. Today I want to talk to you about something that has really made a profound impact in my life, if not the biggest impact in helping me transform my life from being depleted and tired and just feeling lost and aimless and wondering, is this as good as it gets? And I felt that way more than once in my life. I felt that way when I spent almost a decade in finance. I felt that way even after I left finance and I started my childhood dream job of destination wedding photography. And just a few years into that, even when things were going so well and I was winning awards and I was being flown to beautiful places all around the world to photograph weddings, I started to feel that feeling again, like, oh, that discontentment, that uneasiness, that you know, no longer feeling excited with life and not knowing if I'll ever find that feeling of joy and bliss and fulfillment again. You know, maybe I've let it slip through my fingers and I won't ever find it. Or maybe it's going to be years till I find it again. Or maybe there's something wrong with me and I'm just not a grateful enough person. And, you know, maybe I need to just be more grateful and learn to see the bright side more of what I already have. You know, if any of this is ringing true for you in any way, whether it's in this moment or a previous feeling that you've had, I really encourage you to pay attention to this episode because even if you're not feeling that way right now, if it were to ever come up again, at least now you'll have some tools to help you find your way back. This biggest piece that I'm talking about that helped me absolutely turn my life around from the way that I was feeling, the way that I just described to you, from going there to feeling absolutely on fire, in alignment, in flow with the universe, feeling like almost like this pinch me kind of a life is mine, feeling like the universe really does have my back and really is putting the right people in front of me and making these you know, amazing connections and all these quote unquote coincidences keep happening, these green lights, these, you know, beautiful things and really feeling like, oh my gosh, 
This is why I was born. This is what I was put on this planet to do. Feeling like the world is conspiring for you, for your dreams, for your purpose, for your purpose, for your happiness is possible for you. And honestly, it's possible for you sooner and more quickly than you think. And that is when we are connected to our highest selves. You know, your interpretation of this can be what resonates with you, whether that is being connected to God, being connected to source, being connected to the universe, being connected to your angels, being connected to your guides, being connected to your highest self, being connected to your soul, or any other variation. What I'm talking about is being connected to an infinite, limitless part of you that you belong to, that you are a part of, and really growing that muscle that connects you to that stream of consciousness, of information, of guidance, of unconditional love, of limitless support and possibility. When I learned how to consciously tune into this, and I call that intuition, when you are connected, I feel like intuition is the cord that attaches you to the communication. It's like the communication highway between you and that highest source that you're a part of. That to me is intuition. That is the information superhighway. When I started practicing, strengthening my intuitive muscle, everything started to change and everything started to change rapidly. Some of the bigger things that intuition has helped me with, although I honestly, I now lean on my intuition with almost every decision from what pair of socks to put on to what to wear to the gym to when to book my flights to, you know, big business decisions, um, creating courses and programs. And more personally, I know that my intuition played a large part of helping me save my marriage. You know, there was something inside of me as much as I was unhappy. If you listen to the episode called I Asked for a Divorce, you'll know what I'm talking about. There was a part of me that knew that it wasn't over, but a large part of me was very unhappy in my marriage. So somehow I knew that it wasn't over, but I was so unhappy that I did go ahead and ask for the divorce. It was so odd to me. It didn't make logical sense. Why would I ask for a divorce and end this marriage if that part of me knows it's not over. And of course, if you listen to that episode, you'll understand why I was led to have that conversation with my husband. Healing my relationship with my mom. I haven't done an episode on this. I think I will um, in the not so distant future, especially if you let me know that that's something you'd be interested in. But uh, my mom and I have been on an amazing journey of growth and healing together and I know intuition has really helped me steer my part of the ship with that. Being more intuitive has helped me profoundly in being a better coach to my clients, 
in being a better friend, a more tuned in friend to those close to me and has helped me start a business. This coaching business, this online coaching, speaking, writing business that I have now, I started just three years ago and I didn't know anything about the coaching world or starting an online-based business. I had had a photography business, which was kind of like, you know, show your pictures and see if people like them. And if they do, then they'll hire you. Whereas, you know, growing a coaching business, I can't really show photos. I can't show pictures of what I do or even, you know, a lot of clients that want to keep their experiences private. I can't really showcase a lot of that. So I was really kind of scratching my head how to start this coaching business. One thing that I did, which a lot of you know if you've been following me for a while, is I hired an incredible business coach. I did that for both my my wedding photography business and my coaching business. I sought out the best of the best mentors I could find because I knew that they would close my learning curve, they would condense my learning curve considerably. But something that I placed higher value on, even higher than my coaches, was my intuition. So if ever they were giving me guidance that didn't quite feel aligned, I would know that and I would know the difference. And when other people are offering me courses and programs and workshops, instead of having shiny object syndrome and buying this and buying that and buying this and really just trying to buy my self-confidence through having someone else give it to me, I, I, hoping that I can buy it from them by what, with this next program or this next coach or this next whatever, you know, I was really tuned in with who are the mentors that are actually going to help me? Who is really aligned with my core values, my soul type, my desires, my dreams, my purpose? And I was very tuned in with that. So I didn't have a lot of the shiny object syndrome in this business where I wasn't buying, you know, millions upon millions of courses, programs, etc. I was only buying the things that were very tuned in with me that I was very tuned in with. Um, I was able to start a business from zero dollars and zero knowledge to half a million dollars in sales in less than two years. Again, a part of that is from having mentors, but that's also a significant amount of growth in two years that not a lot of people have, including myself. I had never had that significant amount of growth in a two-year time span in any business ever in my life, ever. Not in my mortgage business, not in my wedding photography business. Some of that came from working with my mentors. Some of that came from not listening to my mentors. You know, I one of my coaches that I invested the most in suggested that, you know, why don't I become a coach for photographers who are just starting their businesses? You know, she said, you were able to start a successful photography business and maybe you could show other photographers who are struggling how, you know, they can gain more success in their business as well. And I knew intuitively and I trusted this feeling that was not my path. That was not meant for me. You know, there were times when I ignored my intuition when working with mentors and, you know, the suggestion, you know, I wanted to teach on intuition, honestly, in the beginning of 2016, I was six months into my business 
And I had this all mapped out how I was going to teach about intuition and these five different parts I was going to teach about. And I told one of my mentors about it and she kind of just, I don't know, in in my perception of her reaction was that she poo-pooed the idea and said, you know, I should really keep it more to business and, and that's what people want and that's what they're willing to pay for. And, and so I can understand where she was coming from with that, but... I was having the intuitive nudge to teach about intuition a long time ago and I allowed someone to to steer me away from that and that's one of my lessons is to remember that no one is more tuned in to your intuitive guidance than you are. No one is more tuned in to your intuitive guidance than you are. Even if this person is a millionaire, multimillionaire, you know, gazillionaire, super, super successful in the area that you want to be super, super successful in, just because they say something does not mean that it's right for you. And, you know, there's been times when I've been able to tell the difference and keep stay true and in alignment with my intuitive guidance. And there's been times where I've allowed, you know, outside influence that I really look up to, to take me on a little bit of a detour. And this is no one's fault. It's actually just an opportunity for me to receive a great lesson in staying true to my intuition. Intuition, I used to think was reserved for people with special gifts That could connect to people that had passed away, you know, whether they're mediums or psychics that can tell the future or have a a sense of the future or they can have visions or they can see angels or, you know, I thought intuition was for specially gifted people. What I didn't realize is that we are all intuitive. We all have a connection to a divine source, whatever that is for you that is constantly, constantly waiting for us to ask for guidance. And we do have to ask for the guidance because of free will. We're here on this planet of our own free will. We get to make our own decisions of our own free will. And if we do request, if we do want guidance, we have to remember to ask for it ask for it. Ask for guidance from God. Ask for clarity from angels, from your highest self, from source, whatever it is for you that really resonates with you. You've got to remember to ask. On the flip side, before I was really tuned into my intuition, and I'm still a work in progress. I'm not telling you, you know, I'm spot on 100% of the time. It's still, I'm still a work in progress, but I know that I've come a long way from where I once was. And I'll give you a few examples. We can really spend a lot of money and waste a ton of time, which to me is our most precious and valuable resource, way more precious and valuable than money. Money can be made over and over and over again, but time, once a moment passes, we never have that moment back again. So wasting time to me is far more detrimental than wasting money, but in either way, I have spent a decade of my life, and I've only been alive for three decades, a little over three decades, one of those decades, 
I spent doing something I never actually wanted to do. Quoting interest rates, pushing papers around, being stressed out by subject to financing deadlines, needing to watch the news and pay attention to the economy. Oh my God, I was wearing pantsuits every day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It seems like such a lifetime ago, a different lifetime, but you know, I was a mortgage broker. I was in finance for a total of 10 years. I started at the age of 18 and I left a little bit before turning 28. And there was a part of me that always knew photography was meant to be a part of my life. I knew that before I stepped one foot into finance. I told a really great close friend of mine that I just realized and discovered I wanted to be a photographer. And this is before finance. And he said, well, have fun being broke for the rest of your life. And so again, I waved away my intuitive nudge. And I was like, yeah. And I went with my head and my ego and my fear and my doubt and went into finance. And I spent a decade. So a decade of my life slips away into finance because I was not tuned in and I was not trusting of my intuition. I lived in a city that never truly felt like home to me. It's a beautiful city. It really is. It's on an island in Canada, Vancouver Island. It's where I was born and I lived there for 31 years, even though I never truly felt alive there. Have you ever been to a place whether it's the town you live in, the city you live in now, or somewhere you've, you've traveled to, and you just feel like something inside you is sparked to life when you're in this place. I never felt like that where I lived for 31 years. So I was not only being untrue to myself for 31 years, well, I mean, not, not the full 31 years because I couldn't have moved, you know, up until probably the age of 18. But, you know, until I was 31 years old, I was constantly booking my next trip and my next trip and my next trip and my next trip because I needed something to look forward to. When I was living in this town, I never fully felt alive, but I knew when I left, I felt great. And when I was flying home, I would start to feel kind of dim and heavy and unhappy again. So as soon as I landed, I was starting to think about my next trip and book my next trip. And then that what was getting me through was looking forward to my next trip. And I was obsessed with travel. Some of these things that I'm talking about travel, it's not a bad thing to love travel. It's the intention behind it. And the intention for me was an escape at that time. I spent a lot of money in a desperate search to feel fulfilled. I thought that having a career in finance, being successful, like that traditional path of success that we were all kind of taught as kids. I thought if I had a bigger house, if I had a nicer car, if I had newer clothes, if I had designer handbags, if I had trips planned, if I had some travel on the way, then that that empty kind of pit I was feeling in my chest and in my stomach would finally be fulfilled. And it wasn't. So that was a lot of time, years of my life, and dollars spent in search of this elusive feeling of fulfillment and true, deep happiness and joy. 
I kept looking for my answers and clarity from somebody else. You know, whether it was in the next book I was reading or the next workshop I was going to or my next psychic reading or my next tea leaf reading or the next course or the next workshop or seminar. I was always searching for answers that I could never seem to find, that clarity that just kept eluding me. I thought I could find it from someone else. Again, there's nothing wrong with educating yourself and reading books and and going to courses and having workshops, but it's the intention behind them. And I was trying to go outside of myself for something that I could only truly find within. There were some other side effects to not being tuned in to my intuition, and that was weight gain, to be honest with you. I would look for temporary happiness in instant gratification from chocolate, from desserts, from nighttime, you know, snacks and treats, goodies. So again, nothing wrong with these things, but the intention behind why we're reaching for them can be explored. So I had some weight gain, absolutely. I would look forward to wine night, you know, I would... Just love to escape my reality again with, you know, getting together with my girlfriends and us, you know, sharing a few bottles of wine. And I sound like a broken record, but there's nothing wrong with that. So I hope you don't take this the wrong way. There's nothing wrong with getting together with your girlfriends, having some wine, enjoying your time together. But it's the intention behind it. And for me, it was part of it was to escape my current reality for a few hours. But ever since I've consciously chosen, I've gone out of my way to strengthen my intuitive muscle, everything has changed. Everything. I know that sounds like a blanket statement, but everything has changed. So now I'm able to ask advice or guidance from the highest possible source. There is 24 hours a day seven days a week for free. I can make clear decisions for my life and for my business. I connect strongly with my clients and I can support them better than ever now because I know how to tune into them. I know how to receive information and insights that they're not actually telling me in their words. I can receive ideas, inspired downloads, and direction for my life and for my business that I never would have been able to receive from anywhere or anyone outside of me. When I reach for food, I get a sense of whether or not this food is going going to serve me or not. So I mean, there's the obvious candy, chocolate, whatever. And some of those things I do reach for because, you know, my body's saying, yeah, like, you know, let's splurge. Let's have a treat. That's great. But when I'm reaching for treat number four, five, and six, I can feel my body's like, well, maybe we don't need that much, you know, or maybe there's some fruit when I'm going to the fruit section of the grocery store and I can kind of pick, you know, this is a good piece, this is a good piece, leave that one. There's different things that I've now come to realize that my body just 
generally doesn't want. It just doesn't crave, doesn't want it. And now we're starting to learn that these things aren't actually as healthy for us as we were originally told. So you can use intuition when you're eating. There actually is a thing and a book called Intuitive Eating. There's intuition when you're conversing with your spouse. There's intuition when you're conversing with clients. There's intuition when you're making business decisions. There's intuition when you're thinking and talking about your relationship. There's intuition with which way is the fastest way to drive to work, which lineup to stand in at the grocery store. It is endless. You are receiving guidance 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's just a matter of, do you know how to receive it? And for the, the stuff that you really, really want guidance on, the clarity, the direction, the joy, the happiness, the increased income, wealth, health, abundance, if you're having pain in your body, you know, you can actually ask for support with that, for guidance with that, for clarity with that, for ease with that, for healing with that. So it's just a matter of, do you know how to receive it? And do you know how you receive it? Because there's actually different intuitive languages and each of us can have very different, most dominant intuitive language types. So that brings me to the three steps that I wanted to share with you today. If you would really love to strengthen your intuitive muscle, then, you know, here's number one. Here is a very starter basic step for you to really start to get into alignment. And that is get clear on the thoughts you're having. Like start paying attention to your thoughts and being the observer of your thoughts and which ones are truly of service to you, like truly have your best interest at heart and are unconditionally loving, kind, gentle, supportive, patient, and non-judgmental thoughts and guidances. That is your intuition communicating with you. When you have thoughts that are berating you, judging you, condemning you, stalling you, convincing you to procrastinate, convincing you to step back from something that might actually be of service to you, like perhaps there is a coach or a course or a mentor that you do feel really aligned with and your your ego, your fear is saying, oh, but maybe not, or how about not right now, or you don't have the money for that, or why don't you wait till the summer, or so it's appeasing you. It's It's convincing you to stay right where you are. And it's saying, you know, how about you do that tomorrow? How about you start on Monday? How about you do that next week? How about you do that next March? Or how about in the spring? You know, so it's appeasing you to stay where you are. And guess what? Monday comes and you have another delay or the spring comes and you have this other reason why you should delay till summer. You really want to start deciphering between which voice or instinct is truly of service and kind and loving to me and which is trying to keep me stuck and still and in its mind safe. You know, that's what it's trying to do is keep you safe quote unquote. So that's number one. Start paying attention. Start deciphering and observing your thoughts. 
which are of service, which are trying to almost trick you and cause you to pause and delay and procrastinate and are judgmental. Number two, I didn't do this right away, but it is a great step too, once you're ready for it, is to discover what your most dominant intuitive language is. Now I have a quiz. If you're not quite sure, you can go to my Instagram bio, which is Jennifer Jade underscore success coach. So that's on Instagram, Jennifer Jade, J-A-Y-D-E, Jennifer Jade underscore success coach. You go to the link in my bio, you'll see an intuitive language quiz there. So you can find out your most dominant intuitive language there. It's also in the show notes on Apple Podcasts. There's a link to it there as well. But once you really get clear on what your most dominant intuitive language is, you can start to master it. And mastering your most dominant intuitive language is where everything starts to change. This is where instead of observing and instead of being reactionary and just kind of learning and watching, this is where you can now start actually creating and co-creating and receiving answers and guidance and actually shifting the direction of your life and transforming the reality that you have today. So that brings me to step number three. If you are feeling really ready to live a soul-aligned life full-time, being connected to your intuition is the path to get there. You know, if you think about kind of a construction a construction site, you know, there's the path where you can go straight through, straight across, and get from point A to point B with little to no difficulty. Or there's the detours, and that's where our ego and our mind and and that part of us will take us on these winding long detours, you know, as long as it can. Some people will live their whole life feeling unfulfilled, misaligned, unhappy, and off on some detour that is so far off from who they truly desire to be in their life. I really don't want that for you. I really, my dream for you listening, my friend listening to this podcast episode right now, these words in this moment, my dream for you, the whole reason I do this podcast, why I spend my own personal time creating these episodes, editing these episodes, uploading them, you know, promoting them, talking about them, sharing with them with as many people as I can, creating my courses, doing my coaching, writing the books, Everything that I do is because my sole purpose and dream on this planet is to help as many people as I possibly can live a soul-aligned life full-time, not just on the evenings and weekends, not just when you're traveling, not just when you're escaping your reality for a few hours, full time, every minute of every day, you feeling alive and lit up and blessed and joyful and grateful and inflow with the universe, inflow with your soul, loving your life, knowing that you're doing exactly what you were meant to do in this life, who you're meant to become, stepping into your potential, squeezing every ounce every drop of juice that you can out of this life that is the fire burning in my soul it's the whole reason i do everything that i do and 
I know that the number one way to achieve that is being connected to your intuition. So if you're ready for this, if you're ready to connect more strongly, more powerfully to your intuition, to your intuitive muscle, whether you have zero connection to your intuition right now, or you have been developing your intuition for a little while and you're ready to really crank it up to the next notch, I could not encourage you any more emphatically to go to the link in the show notes of this podcast right now or go to my Instagram bio, the link in my Instagram bio, Jennifer Jade underscore success coach and join the waitlist for the awakening, the awakening live online program. By joining this, it doesn't mean that you promise to be a part of the program or any of that. It just means that you're going to get some more information about when it launches. And people that are a part of the waitlist are going to receive first come, first serve bonuses and pricing only available to those who joined the waitlist. So rather than having shiny object syndrome and trying to buy your self-confidence and buy your answers from somewhere and someone outside of you, I really, truly am being called now to show you how you can find your own answers within, how you can find your own clarity within. And not just during the course of our program. This is not some piece of technology or strategy that's going to be outdated in six months. This is lifelong highest and best guidance that you could ever receive from anywhere or anything or anyone at any time, receiving it from your own intuition, your own angels, guides, source, universe, God, whatever resonates with you, tapping into that on purpose, consciously, strongly is meant for you so that you can live a soul aligned life full time. This is my dream for you. This is what's meant for you. Those desires in your heart are meant for you. And I'm here to help you connect to them. So add your name to that wait list. It's going to be going live pretty soon. So I would make sure you do that right now, right now today. Because only the people on that wait list are going to receive the first come, first serve bonuses and pricing. So on Instagram, Jennifer Jade underscore success coach. Link in my bio. Add your name ASAP. Or go to the show notes of this podcast episode. You'll see the link for the Awakening Live online program with me. And we're going to be getting started pretty soon. We're going to have live calls together. I would love to interact with you directly. I would love to support you directly. Nothing would bring me greater joy than to help you reach yours and to live your soul aligned life full time. My friend listening to this, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Soul Adventurer podcast. I look forward to many more episodes with you. If you haven't yet, head to my Instagram bio. Check out the link, Jennifer Jade underscore success coach. Add your name to the list. I would love nothing more than to personally support you on your journey and your transformation to living your life soul aligned full time. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. That's it for today, my friend. But before you go, I have a request and a surprise for you. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know and help me spread the love by taking a quick screenshot and tagging me on social media or by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. The more I know what you're loving, the more I can create what helps you the most. The surprise? I have some free resources to help you along on your soul adventure. Just simply head to jenniferj.com forward slash free gifts or click the link in the show notes right here in iTunes. Thank you so much again for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.